0: All right, my guest this week is Bill Bellamy. Um, uh, I have a sore throat, but I'm negative. Thank I just want to make sure everybody Thank feels God. confident. But you're
1: actually back. a positive person.
0: Positive person. <laughs> negative. negative COVID. Yeah, yeah,
1: good, good. I like so, to hear that. <laughs>
0: though, here's the funny thing about me and Bill like, this is your second time I'm on a podcast. Yes. And I'm not lying. For some reason, my circle of friends and everything, that somehow, either they know you or your wife, or they boom, 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 like I had David Arnold a couple weeks ago, and I was like, yeah, I got Bill Belby coming on. He said, oh, man, Bill hooked me up with a stylist (laughs) and got me a jacket for my special. Yeah. And then I'm I'm talking to Lindsey Falk. Yes. And that's like, that's the homie. Yeah, I didn't know she's she was tight with your yeah, wife. Yeah,
1: yeah. So she, her and my wife became friends like over the last what seven years or so. And they just like really, really tight. And then what ended up happening, because I didn't know, like my wife knows that you and I are cool, right? But I didn't know the correlation with you and Lindsay. Are you guys are like friends forever, like way longer than us and stuff? So I was like, damn. And it it's so bizarre because I keep forgetting it's the Midwest thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a name, well, yeah. 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 Which yeah. is actually kind of cool that you guys lock in like that. Yeah. Lindsay, I don't, I'm trying to think. I met Lindsay.
0: I don't know where I met her, but ever since then, it's just been like,
1: chic. And she's such, she's such good people, you know. And it's so funny. Um, your name come, like you said, it comes up. So, <laughs> so she's, Lindsay's connection for us is, you know, Dwayne and Gabby and you. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. So it's, it's all incestuous. we all friends. We go to different parties. And so for my birthday, um, my wife had hooked me up with this dope facial. And Lindsey locked in. Like, you know, she's going to make me look 26 forever. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, I got to do Gary. Did she, did she, did she get you? <laughs> she's done me a bunch. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. So I, so I just, I, I remember your name came up. But I was like, dang, there you go. Boom, bam, boom.
0: But the thing about Lindsey is... Um, this is why I've heard I've heard Steve Harvey say in the past, like, you can't be married and have no girlfriends. Like, girls can't be your friends. I'm like,
1: bullshit. Yeah, you can. It's rare. Lindsay is the homie. Yeah, but there's there's but the the cool thing about it, and you know, most people think in relationships it's impossible. It just when you when you just lock in with somebody and you guys are friends on, on and it's and genuine, it's it can it can happen. You know what yeah. I mean? You, there's no other interest in it. It's just the friendship and the coolness. You know? Well, and also
0: she likes black dudes. Right. I and, like and, black girls. Yeah, you she's know y'all white.
1: got y'all got a flip-flop.
0: We're like this. We're good. Yeah. <laughs> We're good.
1: Like I really ain't feeling you like
0: that. Yeah, you know, and what I like about Lindsay, like, like we share personal stuff. Like you you don't share with people, and she's not a gossiper. Right. And right, I'm not right. either. So it's like as as I have you on the podcast, I'm not either. I I, but I don't. personal stuff. Right. I don't gossip. But it's just like, it's cool to have a um, a female friend like that. You can bounce stuff off. Yeah. Like, if you're having problems, like, you know, obviously I went through the divorce and everything, but even as I'm, you know, seeing other people now, it's like I can bounce stuff off Lindsay. Right, and, hey. and just
1: get an opinion, you know what I mean? Like, I don't have a lot of female friends. I mean, I have friends that I've known forever, like went to college with, um, you know, ex-agents or producers and stuff like that, and we still have been friends for, since, you know, because we just bonded on work, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Ricky Hughes is the first person I can think of off the top of my head. Like, Ricky Hughes is one of my really good in the business, female doing her thing, and our kids and our families know each other, and we just locked in, We, we but we we did Who's Got Jokes together, and, you know, yeah. and we just became super cool friends. And I think it's nice to have that, because like, we don't know everything as guys. Like, you will come to me for certain things, and then certain things I can't help you with, and you'll just, or you can go to a, a female, and she'll be like, well, look at it from this, and you like, dang, I didn't think of it like that.
0: Well, as long as, I always think, like, as long as, and I'm not married anymore, but girlfriend, wife, as long as they have access,
1: then to easy. them, like, yeah, they, then. like
0: Lindsay's, like one well, of my good, good friends. Mm-hmm. So it's like as long as whoever I'm with or whoever I am seeing, right, as long as they have Lindsay's number and they meet her, then it, you're not hiding nothing. Like yeah, one I'm of about the things,
1: eat with Lindsay. Like one of my one of my like rules and in pet peeves is no fly nannies. I don't want yeah. it. You want Arnold Schwarzenegger? I, no, no. <laughs> I don't want to be knocking off uh, Matilda. Yeah. You know what I mean? I think she had a weird old old name, like uh, 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 Miss Barbara. I don't know. But anyway, like I don't want none of that kind of stuff in the household. Let's keep the household clean of any kind of extra whatever because— You want I, an old nanny? I want old. somebody so busted. I want my name then. Busted All but right. efficient. Let me tell you. Let me tell you a nanny story. Uh-oh.
0: Um, I'm in the Cayman Islands. Mm. This promoter brought me. So he brings me, he picks me up, and we became friends um, also the course of this. Side of the road, he picks up this young girl. Had to be 20 years old. Right. Young Spanish chick. And I go, and she get, she gets in the back of the car, and she's just sitting there. And I'm going, I'm literally looking at him, and he's married and as a kid. And I go, is like that out here? <laughs> <laughs> like, right he now? never... He never really acknowledged her. Like she got in the car and it was like, hi, hi. And then we were just driving and he was taking me back to the hotel. Right. So I looked at him, I go, it's like that out here. Right. And he was like, he was like, oh, that's a nanny. I go, what? And, and she go, was bananas. I go, I- okay. I go, we got to talk about this later. Right. So he comes back, picks me up for the show. And we're at, we're at dinner. We're at talking. So I bring up the nanny thing again. I go, so what's going on? He goes, dude. He goes, "the, the she's from like Nicaragua. Mm-hmm. And it's like, there was like 10 of them living in a house in the Cayman Islands. And literally, she, he picks her up in the morning and takes her home at night, and she cooks, she cleans, takes care of the newborn, everything. It was some ridiculous for price. Like, like $8. It was like $4 a week. <laughs> a week. I was like this. I went, that's what I want for Christmas. That's what I want for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Can I, I never... get
1: her in the, in, the, in the suitcase? Oh, my God. I was like this. The... It... Uh, you just made me think of a funny story. You know, I always got a lot of stories. So when my 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 uh when my uh daughter was small, she was in the door to Dora the Explorer. You remember that? Yeah, Dora little the cartoon. Explorer. Everybody loved Dora the Explorer. So when uh I went online, I wasn't really clicking right. Cause there's Dora the A-X Explorer. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so that's three oh, X's. That accident? The, you know, yeah. But I mean, no. yeah, Maybe. So, let me tell you how crazy it was. Every how, X got a little freakier. It, I was like, yo, this is a lot of X's, but maybe the picture the same. Okay, cool. So, I click on it, and and and, and I did not know when this lady showed up, she was going to be Dora the XX Explorer, right? So, you got all these women with their kids, and it's a, a kid party. They, the kid, My daughter's probably like five. So, everyone's kids are like five and seven, and there's moms everywhere. And this chick gets out the car. Whoa, whoa I, you ordered her? I ordered her by mistake. And I said, no, that can't be. She's not coming up my driveway. That girl not coming <laughs> up my driveway. And she was like, eh, eh, eh. I said, oh no, no, this bitch about to come in my house. Oh my God. She was putting on the thing. And I was like, whoa, that's a little too much. And she was like, Hi, um, I'm Dora the XX Explorer for the party. I said, Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. Just as I say, All the women were like, Who the fuck is that? Because you know, you got women still uh, breastfeeding. And the baby was like, Who was that? Like, hey, babe. That baby ain't gay. Oh, oh my God. Bro, it was the most, hell- all the dudes was like, Yo. Yeah, Yo, B, you my man. I don't know how you did it. The party is popping. She got a friend coming. You know, you got bad girl, or whoever. I say, no, 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 stop playing because all the women was uptight. And this girl felt so uncomfortable. She was like, is something wrong? I was like, yes, ma'am. Uh, this is, we're we going to pay you. We're going to pay you, but you got to go. Yeah, This is not it. This ain't the one. She She's the one for the Vegas like striptease thing, blah, blah, blah. This yeah. is, these are nice ladies. Yeah, they have little babies. They don't want to see this. And she was bad. She was bad to the mug. I was like, oh door Triple X Explorer. Yeah, yeah. Don't yeah, do can it. Can we look that up? Can we look that up, G? Oh, hey, sorry. little G, see if it's still available. See if <laughs> Which? What year was this? Um, I want to say my daughter now she is 18. Oh God, yeah, no. so That door still,
0: has been explored.
1: Yeah, she, <laughs> she's not explored anymore. Probably she's, still out there. Look it up and see if it's she's still a real. fossil. See if it's she's, still real. She's a fossil. They, xxx do you see it oh it's porn now yeah yeah she she graduated yeah she graduated she did good yeah
0: she transitioned (laughs) she was open micing
1: she was featuring
0: and now she's headlining
1: oh it'd be so dope if you could pull her up if she still was around that would be hilarious oh just porn yeah sorry i'm sorry sorry gary that's like i don't want what what you never did something stupid like that no you made a mistake and it's an honest mistake too like oh my god i felt so bad I'm trying to think of a mistake like that. But it would be like a scene in a movie, though, actually. It, not
0: to that level, uh-huh. but different was a um, completely different thing. But people just wasn't thinking when they were talking to me. So it's kind of my fault, but it was their fault. So, you know, in stand-up, we do a lot of colleges. I don't do colleges anymore because I'm getting older. Yeah, but, but when, like, you, I when our
1: first was coming up, colleges... At was, college was all the money. Yeah, it was all the money.
0: One, one-nighter, you know? So I did this university called St. Edwards in Austin, Texas. They got two black girls to pick me up at the airport, take me to the hotel. Before they drop me off, they go, oh yeah, there's some brothers coming over from Holy Cross tonight to the show. Okay. So I go on stage, do my act, get off the, the who's ever the head of entertainment at St. Edward's. He goes, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. He goes, he didn't want to give me my check. I go, oh. what, what's the problem? He goes, the girl said they told you who was coming to the show. And I go, yeah, the guy's from Holy Cross. He goes, yeah, yeah. And you just decide to do a show like that? And I go, what are you talking about? He was like, the brothers, the priests from Holy Cross University was coming over. I said, dude, you can't have two black women pick me up and, and say and the brothers, brothers are coming from Holy Cross. I thought the basketball team was coming. Exactly. And Everyone was like this. Everyone was like, all the kids, I was wondering why. And, you wasn't, and certain jokes was just not
1: hitting right. It was just like you would hear it. But you were like the whoa. opposite,
0: like, I would say shit and they went nuts because the, the kids were like, thank you, the kids was like, Yo, they come oh, to all both. the shows and they mess them up because they think they're coming to support. But if they show up, and it was in the contract, but I went through a middle uh, middleman. So I never saw the contract. My contract was with the promoter, not exactly. with the university. Absolutely. He showed me the contract with the university
1: and it said- No, blah, blah, blah.
0: If the brothers, if the priests from Holy Cross come, it has to be no curse and everything, right? I never got the memo. So they told me, but I'm thinking black guys. And I'm like this, that's, dude. That's fun. So he really, he gave me my check, obviously. It was an honest mistake. Mm. But when I went afterwards, you, you know, did back you then you did meet and you apologize or something? Well, you go, you're talking to the kids, and all the kids are like, thank you, man. Thank you, man. We bro. hate it when they
1: come. Because they always,
0: they mess up all the shows. Yeah. Like, they're like, they had rappers come and had to get censored and things like that. <laughs> and
1: they're like, why do they keep coming? You got 50 said he can't do none of his music.
0: Right. You ain't lying. So but they got ha- the money, though. You never had this,
1: have you? Yes, I have. Yes, it's good.
0: Yeah, so this is when you got a sore throat. It's there's, we was, I was talking about this too. When you the, get
1: off the road, like if you do a, 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 a like a real strong weekend, sometimes you know you throw. That's sore. what I'm going through right now. Yeah, that's
0: the medicine ball at Starbucks.
1: It's, man, is bonkers. I I think. Why, why, put, why are you
0: changing up on me? I think they
1: put Jesus in there. Why are you changing up on
0: me, bro? Why do you say that, <laughs> dude? We just shot a movie together a couple months ago. Your line is
1: bananas. And now you're going bonkers. No, 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 no. Now you're going bonkers. No, I still say bananas. Everything is bananas, but this shit here is bonkers. Let me, (laughs)
0: let me, if anybody is ever on Bill Bellamy for a month straight, let me tell you something. 85% of his stories are going to be like this Yo. It was bananas, bananas last night. Bananas I went to the Raiders
1: night. game. That stadium, bananas. bananas. Yo, <laughs> I don't know if you ever been to the Raiders stadium. I've always been like a fan of the Raider Nation thing from afar. Like, they were never really my team. But I was damn near almost got baptized, bro. At the game? Yo, because it's so intense. The culture and the lock-in, they lock in. They got the black stuff under their eyes. The babies got on black stuff. Everybody black and gray. There is black and silver. There is no other color in the stadium, and everything is full throttle. It's almost like University of Alabama, you know, like where, you know, they just so locked in. You just sitting there. If you had on the other team's jersey, you'd be like, I can't wear it here. Yeah. I can't. It's too
0: much. I did it a bit when they were in Oakland, mm-hmm. not in Vegas, but okay. I did a bit of how you could die at a Raider game.
1: Oh, no question.
0: Like Raiders Raiders fans and Philly fans.
1: Are the Full, most they're the most violent and it's normal to them. A they Raider, it. Raiders fan could throw you off the whole top of the arena and they still watch the game and never think about the person they threw off.
0: Man. Oakland? I don't know. I ain't been to one in Vegas. <laughs> Oakland, I was like,
1: where am I at right now? Right. Now, here's a question. I always wanted to ask you this because black. Your black audience is so loyal to you and, and love you to death. Have you ever been in a situation like, this sounds like it is, and you're like, I don't know. It could be a little.
0: That's the uh, funny part. As I was walking through, right. I said, oh, my God, I got to walk through all this chaos. They all separated. <laughs> oh, shit, G. It's oh. all, so, well, here's the thing about Raider fans. And I, was, I think any football fans right. or in air sport, they respect your loyalty. Loyalty's big. So they know I am a Cincinnati Bengals guy. All day. And they'll give me shit about it, mm-hmm. but they know I'm not switching up. No, you ain't. So it's like, you loyal,
1: so you get respect from other
0: fans. Because yeah. expect-
1: when they saw me, they but was they like this. you loyal to their stuff. And the thing about it is, you know, you respect the passion, right? Like, you have as long as I... Known you've been a Bengals fan when y'all was doo-doo then when y'all got good and y'all went back to doo-doo you never changed never switched every time you have never I remember one one season when y'all was like four and something or five or something and you were still on yeah yeah <laughs> like, like y'all was about to go to the playoffs I'm like man Gary Locke maybe his family played for the Bengals or something I never understood why you were so passionate every time I come to Cincinnati you got on something orange you got on something black I'm like oh Dude, god I had
0: a, well you never came to the house in ohio but i had a bingo room
1: it was a it was arc it was arcade I I, but it was a room and then I never locked in like i'm a giants fan but we've been so doo like i got, feel like doo-doo, i doo-doo. feel like doo-doo, doo-doo like we shouldn't even your play diarrhea. on tv you guys are we should we, run down your leg and so I still got my Giants stuff, but I'm embarrassed a little bit, I'll be honest with you. Like, y'all at least, least like, you got every year, y'all kept getting pieces, fired a coach, got this, got that. You know, when y'all had T.O. and y'all had Ocho, you're like, y'all had moments in NFL uh, history where it was fun to watch the Bengals. And right now is another time y'all got another way.
0: Think about the Giants. At least you've been alive and an adult and got to see a Super Bowl.
1: Facts. Two, 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 two. My, My bad. fault. Don't short me. My fault. Two. Two iconic Super Bowls. Two. With Eli Manning. You beat the Patriots. Come on, twice. baby. Come Talk on, to man. me. Only two. And, ever, and since then, we only won two games. Yeah. <laughs> you
0: shot your load. We shot our load. I was in, um, that, that was, actually, that was one of the best cities that I didn't expect to host a Super Bowl that did was Indianapolis. When the Giants played the Patriots uh, about 10 years ago. Yeah. I was at Indy. But, you know, Indy's got all those walkways where even if it's cold out, you don't
1: have to go outside. You don't have to go outside, the yeah. the city.
0: But they had all the parties just lined up perfectly, and I was like, I was like, damn, Indy's kind of killing it with the Super Bowl and the love.
1: Yeah, because it's, it's a, it's a low-key, dope Super Bowl market because they're prepared for the winter, so not gonna, it's not going to mess up your flow. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like Minneapolis is like that, right? Did you go
0: last time I was in Minneapolis like four or five years ago?
1: No, no, you went? I didn't go to the game.
0: I got booked. Randy Moss hired me because he got inducted in the Hall of Fame. He, he got announced. Okay. So he did a private party. So he asked me to come just, just roast a little bit. Nothing big, like 20 minutes. But um, I'll never forget after after his event, I had tickets to go to the ESPN party. So I get over there. I literally get they got a car for me. I got out of the SUV. Bill, it was so fucking cold. It's unbelievable. I went, I stepped out and I went, fuck that party. Back to the room. <laughs> I wanted I I couldn't stand outside For five minutes Bro Unless you're walking me right in But I saw that line And even the VIP line Like I saw it's, celebs waiting It's too waiting.
1: much bro I was like this Minneapolis too much the First time Y'all gonna crack up When I say this First time I ever said Fuck Prince In my life And I'm the biggest Prince fan ever Was in Minneapolis
0: That's why I made those noises <laughs> <laughs> that's,
1: that's what you make When you walk outside Yo <laughs> our, Prince did not <laughs> This was, this was All-Star Weekend. It's probably like 96, 97. G could probably look it up. But um, Prince didn't come on stage until like 4 in the morning. We w- He did a private, super sexy, sort of like impromptu performance thing. What at, city? This is in Minneapolis. Minneapolis. At his studios. Because he had a big fly. The Paisley Park? Paisley Park. People wearing furs, this is the only time in your life where you could wear a fur and it ain't enough. It ain't, ain't enough. enough. <laughs> it ain't enough. You need the bear to come with the fur on your back, right? And Magic, it was me, Magic, and I think it was John Sally. <laughs> Everybody was like, yo, man, it's so fucking cold on her dog, man. Fuck Prince, bro. And just <laughs> as we said that, he was like, "Daily beloved. We're <laughs> we... Everybody was like, oh! Oh shit! <laughs> and he came out and killed it. We stayed there till like six thirty in the morning, bro. That's On crazy. everything. That's the last time I no. That that's the first time I seen Prince perform in Minneapolis. But the last time I saw him perform live was here in L.A. at Staples Center. Oh, it was really? Crazy, crazy. The the man, it, the man. And I always get in the fight with people about who's better, Michael Jackson or Prince? But the difference to me is. Prince is just an all out boss balls-to-the-wall musician. He do it all. Yeah, I mean, jump on the bass, play the keys, play the drums, play the horn, write the song, tell you what to play. Like he's just everything. Like I, you never seen Mike jump on the piano though. Yeah, it would have been fly. It's, a,
0: it's, it's, it's the Jordan Lebron yeah, argument. That's is what it is. It is. But they both you, great. You're, yeah, you're not gonna you're not gonna get a Michael Jackson fan to say yeah you're right. You're not gonna Prince. Yeah, you know. Yeah, right. yeah they just they're like whatever. Be. I was lucky enough to see Prince. Prince can't moonwalk. (laughs) Yeah, you're right. Mike ain't wear no heels. Mike ain't wear no boots. (laughs) I I, I saw him like 98, 99. He was going around L.A. doing these pop-up shows unannounced. Yes, he was. And I knew the security guy at the Key Club right there on Sunset. Wow, that's right. He literally, dude, he called me at like six. Six or seven. I was like, yo, Prince is coming. Midnight. He goes surprise set. Nobody knows, but they're going People are gonna find out. Somehow they found out. This is for the internet.
1: Like, yeah, it was yeah, yeah. You, but you got that word of mouth. That word of mouth was hot man. back then. We was getting. You was getting. Uh, you was getting paid. You got a little something in your phone. Oh
0: Ooh. my god! I get there, so I got there like nine early, and it's already packed. You know, Caleb had the balcony, so mm-hmm. I went up to the balcony I'm on the front row, and he came out. He did like forty five minutes of songs I've never heard and still haven't heard to this day, <laughs> and then he got into some of the hits. But I think he used it as, like, an open mic. Like, we do open mic. Yeah, to practice. He literally was practicing songs. (coughs) And everybody, he got the initial, and then about 30 minutes in, you could hear people like, what the fuck you going to play some shit we know? I hate. He's, like, literally, he was tuning the guitar. We walk around. I was like this.
1: What's he doing? <laughs> it's like he's like he's trying out all his new stuff on us. I hate I hate when uh, artists do that. I know I I know I shouldn't say that, but because as a fan, you want the songs you want, and I never forget, man. I was hosting this event. It was a stiff. I think it was for like uh, it was the black congressional, uh, black congressional, uh, the bougiest black people in the world. But it was a beautiful <laughs> event, black tie, and Al Green was the performer. And this is when Al Green was saying, you know, I only do gospel now. Mm-hmm. You know, and he was doing all of Jesus' love and yeah. da 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 da, da. People was like this. Like for 35 minutes, nobody moved, nobody looked at Al Green until he said, love and happiness. They said, ah! did the whole place went, Bam! 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 And yeah. I was like, yo,
0: they stalled him out. That, that reminds me of when uh, Jennifer Hudson first got on the road. And, you know, you, did you ever do, um, you, ever, you did Tom Jordan, stuff for Tom Jordan, yeah, right? Did you do the um, Sky Shows? Remember those Sky Shows? It was like 5, 6 in the morning, and he would have music
1: artists. Oh, yeah, he had music, music artists very early in the morning, yes. He'd have
0: a music artist and a comedian, and then it'd be like he'd get a theater and wherever, and then I'd never seen nothing like it. And he'd do his morning show from there, but he'd have like, you was in Philly, It was always like, he'd have Jill Scott if you was in Philly. or or music soul child but i remember um he had jennifer hudson on one time and uh i just remember i was a comedian and i went up i go man she has got to go out for like 30 minutes i go that's a lot of yous (laughs) and i was like this because i was going and you and you and you and you and you and you because i only have one song you only have one song (laughs) you're gonna love me and you and you and you I said everybody everybody getting a you tonight everybody getting a you tonight hey. oh my god crowd was going nuts I think Jennifer sung extra hard that night I don't know if she heard my set or not but I was like she blew the roof off that bitch
1: oh but that's funny how um, you know you and I I think we've been friends for a long time, but it's two moments that literally I feel like locked us in, like for life. Is like you know, Devin obviously is our, our our glue. Yeah, comedy is our glue, and then the movie we did together. Like mm-hmm. I never got to hang out with you for days. Yeah, Like, you are hilarious. And you a bougie-ass motherfucker, too, though. Yeah. Like, he is, like, diva than a motherfucker. Like, I was like, this motherfucker Gary here on his shit right and tight. Don't play no games. I need my shit. Well, here's the thing.
0: When you're on a movie set. <laughs> right, right. And you're hurry up and wait. Hurry so up and I, wait. I already know. I've, one thing you're not going to say is I was late. I'm always on time. So if the call times is 7, I'm there.
1: You're always on time in your flip-flops and ready to go. Yeah, You're in the makeup box. chair. you good. you comfy. You got your little tea. you rocking so and rolling until if, something goes wrong.
0: If I'm on time. <laughs> See, it's coming out.
1: Make sure my breakfast is on time.
0: Woo! Make sure the the runa. Hey, the energy man,
1: drink, don't play with Gary. I'm telling you. I thought it was a game, but the first time I ever heard that you went loco crazy was when you uh, your 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 uh, your green room stuff wasn't right. Oh man! I know, I know, I know, and I I couldn't believe that you went bananas. Right? Oh, you so, talking about on the road? On the road. Yeah, yeah. It was. This is a legendary Gary Owen story because it sounds like rock star shit. Like somebody <laughs> tore up a hotel room and threw the TV down and hit the pool and the kids like that kind of thing. It's a legendary comedic rock star story. So the next month or whatever, weeks later, here comes to me. Yo, B, ain't Gary your man? I said, yeah. Well, he told this motherfucker up. I said, what? I said, nah, not Gary. He was like, nah, Gary Owens. You know Gary Owens, comedian? I said, nah, not Gary. He's like, no, Gary like his shit some type of way. And I said, what did you do wrong? I said, because Gary, I ain't never seen Gary married my day in my life. So you had to do something wrong. They did. And- <laughs> yeah, they did. Fuck yeah, he did something wrong. <laughs> and so, so he said to me, he said to me, is this green room right here big enough for you? I said, yeah, it's nice and stuff. So I had all my stuff. It was a nice size green room. He was like, well, this is the same green room that Gary had and he didn't like nothing in this motherfucker. And he threw the table this way and do this and the birth cake, cake and boom, out. So is it, I'm close to it? Hmm? Okay, let me tell you what I- <laughs>
0: When you deal with new promoters, and Chanel's my guy now. Like, we're close. Right. You, he, you, you figured See? it out. First time I worked with a dude. First night, we're in um, Wichita. Mm-hmm. They got nothing in my green room. They only have my water. Like, it's nothing. And I, being a first we time promoter. We need water.
1: As comedians, we just need water. I mean, what more can... A water, microphone, and a stool if we're going to keep it basic. Right. Okay.
0: Cool. So, I knew it was first time promoter. I made my rider simple. I said, Chipotle... Bam. Chipotle in every city. Everybody got
1: Fruit, that. Fruit. Boom.
0: The bottle of vodka, mm-hmm. club soda, water. Boom. That was it. I'm done. Dude, there was nothing. And I was like, this. They said, yeah, it's coming. It's coming. They said, we can't find a Chipotle. I go, uh oh. I get on my phone, I go, there's 18 in the Wichita area. <laughs> and this I one's my find favorite a right here. Fucking Chipotle. This, this so they went and brought me these, these, these fucking Chinese shit. It's Chinese food.
1: And no disrespect. Like, it's no, just not Chipotle. No,
0: complete disrespect. It was shithole, the 99 cent uh Chinese food. They end up giving me some off brand of water, right? So I'm like, let it slide. It was it was first night with them, but like, he goes, tomorrow we're gonna have it right. Tomorrow I promise we got you. The next right. night we're in Colleen, Texas. <sighs> I mm. get to the dressing room. He's got fruit and water. That's it. <laughs> He doesn't have the liquor. He doesn't have the Chipotle again. I'm going, dude, I'm starving. And it's hot in the green room. Oh, my God. And it was a combo girl. of my old road manager, Brad, who God love him. He's a great guy. Not a good road manager. Right. Just, just not efficient he's, at he's that. Not, he's not confrontational. Right. He should have been the bad guy.
1: He Get wasn't. Get that shit cracking.
0: So I tell him, find my shit. Get the Chipotle. The shit you shouldn't, I shouldn't be the bad guy. He's not handling it. So I was like, so I'm. I'm I'm half mad at Chanel, but I'm also mad at Brad. But it all got Chanel got it all. So I go looking for Chanel. I go, Where the fuck is this guy? I go into this other room. It's twice the size of my green room. He's getting his full of Chipotle. No. (laughs) No, he's got Mexicans in there. Yeah, right, right, right. The real ones. So he's getting his haircut. He's got the tarp. The barber has the gloves. The light. The light. He's He's getting faded. Faded. So I'm going. I'm fucking starving, right? My dress room is and hot. I am the star of this motherfucker. Let's
1: airlines. let's 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 be clear.
0: I got no food. It's hot in my green room, mm. and you're in a bigger room, and you're the promoter, mm-hmm. and you're getting your haircut. Okay. So you basically, I took it as fuck, Gary. My fade it's is more way important more
1: important than my chipotle. That boy. So I went in that fucking green room. <laughs> Here you and go. I
0: flipped the table. I took the fruit. And I, I with my hands was throwing it all the way. I want to make sure it was completely spread out. You know, what I it was like... <laughs> Here's the thing: it was a strategic trash because it didn't break
1: anything. Right. Okay. When I say flip
0: the table, I set it on the yeah, side. Right, but do, you know the you, fruit, you I flanged it? That's
1: the white part of you that came out. You know, I'm gonna turn it, but I'm not gonna break, break it. anything. Right. <laughs> so there was no holes in the wall, the table wasn't broken.
0: So it was strategic, and then I and then I started yelling. <laughs> Right. And then I started, like hitting the wall, like motherfuckers. Right. Boop, 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 boop. So he came in there. He goes, "What the fuck?" I go, "I bet you find Chipotle now." Right. And I left. And then I was like, "I don't want to go up. I'll go up and get some food. And I want the bigger green room." I was
1: being a total diva. Oh, that Oh, you point. went in. You went in. You so, but you had the leverage.
0: He got it. He, yeah, the show's packed. Come on, dog. So stop playing. They switched green rooms. Then get the food. And then we had a show the next night. I think at Little Rock, and everything was fine.
1: Oh, they gonna get it and right after rock. that. Sometimes you got to do that, Gary. I'm I'm teasing you, but sometimes you got to stand up for what's right. You know what I'm saying? I'm
0: not. It's not. It's not I'm not a diva. It's like I'm gonna give you, yeah, you everything are. you ask me.
1: You're a diva, I'm, but what's I'm wrong with Bill. it, man? Yeah, you are, bro. Bill, it's dude, you such a diva. But it's a good kind of diva. It's like you 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 want to be respected. You do what you're supposed to do. It's kind of like me, like like where I I, I demand respect. One. I take it professionally. Like I come do what I'm supposed to do and I don't want my shit raggedy. So that's, right. not, that's not that's not I a don't, bad thing. I
0: don't talk to people disrespectful. Absolutely. If I want something, I ask. I never have once said to a PA, anybody at the theater, go get my shit. I ask, hey, can you give me some or you mind? I don't, I'm not rude to people. Right. But like I said, if we're on a movie set or a stand-up show. And you're asking me to be on time. You're asking me to deliver. Right. I just want to be comfortable. I, my, and my rider isn't crazy. That's the thing. I don't have a lot of my shit. My shit crazy. I'm sure. I'm, you got I'm, all I'm kinds very, of liquor very, and yeah. all kinds of I got shit.
1: like, you know, my own food and special, you know. i be, but I'm a diva though. That's why I recognize it in you. No. But I mean, like, I'm I'm like over the top.
0: My big thing is runa. What? <laughs> Fit Aid. If, you got, if you got the runa, my little energy drinks that I had on set. What? It's these little energies. I love them. I love Fit Aid. It's just Fit Aid drink. Oh, it's like a it's supposed to be like an athletic recovery drink. Okay. But you know, growing up, I drank Mountain Dew. Had to stop making Mountain Dew. Fit-aid tastes like they were making Mountain Dew and stopped.
1: Right. Like, oh. Right before
0: they put in all the bad shit. Ooh. So I'm like, I kind of like it. Yo. And then Runa's good. So you don't know this. I don't know if you knew this when we were shooting the movie in Vegas a couple months ago, but um, it was a big thing, like, can I get the runa? Can I get it? Get my manager, you know, when you get a movie, you use your manager agency, sends you a gift. Right. My manager sent me like five cases of Runa. Oh, so that's gangster. Like, she goes, I want to make sure you're never out.
1: You're never out.
0: So I was at Chris, and God, and God bless Chris's wife, Vanessa. Oh yeah, she was awesome. She knew it, and she's like, Yeah, I got your Runa. You got Whatever it. Whatever you need, you know, <laughs> healthy snacks. I said, I'm playing a stripper. Do- I I can't be eating
1: Oreos. No man. I mean, just for. I don't know people who are watching and listening you know we we did this movie in Vegas called Back to the Strip which is really going to be a, a funny ass movie. We you know I think, we, it's, gonna be, I think it's it's either going to be all the way great or all the way like uh, well, bananas.
0: Like Chris said he was so happy with the editor and line producers and people know that that's I think for this movie that's going to be the make or break.
1: Yeah, yeah because it was a lot of jokes flying everybody had moments and stuff like that and it was such a good dysfunctional group of guys like the the characters the reason I like this film and the reason I wanted to do it was because I related to the guys like I just liked every character I just was thinking like imagine these strippers that was like super hot back in the day and they was doing their thing and then they got in a fight and they just started getting you know just didn't like each other for a little while, and they split up and trying to get the Jacksons back together, trying to get whoever together, and it's crazy. And that's real life, though.
0: What I liked about it is Chris told me about this script five years ago. Mm-hmm. He actually we did an episode about this script on my reality show. When it, when it aired, I literally was on stage stripping, mm-hmm. and I was telling Chris, like, yeah, I've been practicing, and Chris was talking about this movie, so I thought it was dead in the water. And he called me like a year ago and was like, yo, we, we got Greenlit, we got Wesley Snipes. Like, what are you talking about? He goes, the movie. And I go, Oh, that that's gonna go? Right. He like, Yeah. I said, I'm in, dude. I'm in. I didn't know who else. I he gave me a list okay. of like eight people he was trying to get out for the four. So I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was as I'm listening to him I'm like, oh yeah, he'd be here. Obviously, you he was on it. Phase he got the three, me
1: me, you, you I knew I knew it was gonna well when I when I read the script, I knew you were in it. I knew that um he was he was getting JB, and I knew that Wesley was in it. Um, Kevin came later, and was, then, then Tiffany, Tiffany, was late. and Tiffany was later, too. So I was just like, I just can imagine, because I always wanted to do a movie with a bunch of comedians. Yeah. I always wanted to do like, like you know, how Eddie and those guys did back in the yeah. day. They did Harlem Nights. And, and that's what he did. Yeah, so Like, Wesley's wanted, the only actor. Right, right, right. You just got a bunch of comedians. Everybody gets a line. Everybody is bringing energy. JB was killing me. Like me trying to keep JB and Phazon from fighting in every other scene to me was hilarious.
0: For me, fucking Faison can break me. Like <laughs> just being around him, I just started laughing. Right. And like some of the scenes he was in, I just started laughing. For you, I think it was more JB because I'd be watching you and you—you you had a hard time having a straight face with JB. I cannot. I
1: cannot take him. And he I like that killing. with Phazon. Right, like, like yo, 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 what, what scene, bro? You was your shoulders were jumping the whole scene. I forget what was it. I can't remember. Oh my god, you couldn't. Like, you was a. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't get out. <laughs> nice fucking guy. Yeah, when we was up top, when yeah. we was up top, and we were sitting in the soap. I don't know. You just couldn't get it together. It was like a twenty minute. I, your face was red. Yeah. I don't know what he did to you.
0: It just makes me laugh, dude. The thing he that, just makes me the, laugh. The
1: thing that killed me with JB was his voice and you never know what he's going to do right so you know what you know what the same way he said to, when he was he uh there's a scene in the movie guys where they find out that they both slept with the same woman great yeah, jb and fazon jb and fazon and we're right outside the truck and he goes uh jed like your wife blah 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 he said you know what i got for that you know what i got for that a knife <laughs> And I'm not. He jumps over my back, right? So the funny part, I, he didn't tell me he was going to do it. He jumps over my back trying to stab Faison. I'm laughing on Faison's chest like a baby because I can't lift my head up. And I'm saying, God, stop. This. <laughs> you got to stop. But I'm crying. i hope hoping the camera don't see me. I said, cut it out. <laughs> <laughs> He said, like, No, that's right. That's right. I cut you in a little piece. Boop, boop, boop. You know JB Lisp kills me anyway. Oh, but anyway. All right. I had to get that out. All right. I hope they do Ooh. the outtakes. Oh. You were the king of the outtakes. You had something to say every fucking time. Bro. I did. Yeah.
0: I was talking to some man, they go, it's um, somebody was working with somebody, some young actor from Ohio in a comedic film. And I I can't remember who I was talking to. And they was like, yo, what's up with you, Ohio dudes? I said, What do you mean? They go. You guys always got, like, a, a, a something to say at the end of the scene. Right, you can't right. just let it go. I go, right. I don't know. Must be.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's, it's the thing. But you go, they're going to use some of them. Just some of the stuff that you are, you know, uh, were able to say to me was just phenomenal because you were in the moment. And that's the beauty of acting. Like when you're alive in the moment, and I think like that's one of the attributes that comedians have over actors, you know, and I'm being very, very, you know, biased obviously, but I think because we practice so much on our feet and we think so fast, average than the average person, when you feel something, you just say it. Well my Michael Ely said that.
0: I was talking to Michael Ely and he said, you know, we were talking about comedians as opposed to actors. And he said, Actors, he goes. I don't. I don't have any stress because they're just gonna stick to the lines. And I know what every day. I know what I'm getting. Right. He goes. When I work with someone like you or Kev or any of these comedians I worked with, he goes, dude. He goes literally. I'm. I gotta take a deep breath. He goes because I don't know what you guys are gonna do. <laughs> I know what you're gonna. He goes. Done. But he goes. That's the. That's why he goes. That's why I like working with standups. He said because. You guys literally are walking the high wire without a net.
1: Absolutely. And you guys
0: are fearless. Yes. He goes, you guys, so much the actors fun. be like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to ruffle the feathers. And, and comedians like this, dude,
1: I'm going to try it. If it don't work, keep it moving. It's just like a joke that we, to us, it, we that's like missing a shot. We don't yeah. care. We shooting again. Yeah. You know, a lot of times, you know, it's with jokes. Like when you're on stage, you might try a joke. And a lot of times this has happened to me. Like I miss a word or I'm going too fast, talking too fast and miss and the audience would do this. And I'd be like, damn, but i come right back at them. Like, I don't yeah. let it just go. I'll come back and hit them with another joke. That's the training that we have that's an attribute to 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 acting. Because yeah. you could be – it could be written one way, and you could just be in the moment and say something. You know how many times I've done that, like, in a movie, and they kept that shit? And mm-hmm. that worked better than the shit they wrote?
0: Yeah. we When did, we did Think Like a Man 2, I remember I said um – God, I might get in trouble for saying it now. I said something. Right. And the director goes, whoa. He goes, you can't say that. I go, I didn't. Bennett did. I didn't say it. Right. Bennett said that. I said, Bennett would say something like that. Because Bennett was a white dude that hung up with black dudes but didn't know anything about black culture. So he's always asking, why do right. you guys do that? Right. Why do you do that? So he's going to ask some off-the-wall shit. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? So I remember Tim's story. Like, ah, and I remember Tim watching it, shaking his head, like, okay, it's funny, but you never use
1: it. That shit made the movie, bro. Ain't nobody walking away from laughter, bro. I don't care any editor, director, whoever. When you're in that room and you seeing them cuts, and that shit make everybody in that room laugh, or or it spikes when they are doing the little testing, that's standing the movie. Yeah, that's the truth. So always trust, always you know trust your gut when it comes to stuff like that. You know what? If they don't use it, they don't use it. Whatever. But don't don't short what you feel in the scene. You know what I'm saying? Give it, give it everything you got. Try different ways of doing it. And then one of them might just be so authentically perfect that people might it might be a catchphrase or some shit. You yeah. never know.
0: That's crazy. I, I I think it's just hit me now that that movie just did. We had a comedian for a director. Yes. Um, I mean, all the all the strippers, except for Wesley, was comedians, I mean, Tiffany, Kevin. We had all the guest stars as comedians. It was just a comedian. We always say that, too, like, man, if you just get a bunch of comedians together.
1: Why can't we? We did it. We actually got it done, and one of the most comedic moments on set was when Faison couldn't do them push-ups. That was crazy. Oh, we, that was just in between takes. Yeah, we were um, we were just sitting around, and I had just got challenged on the street. Some dude challenged me to some push-ups, and they turned into some viral shit. But what was crazy with him was he was like, dude, like, I, I push. Like, he's jumped out on it. I do push-ups. I was Bason. like, I was like, no,
0: no. He had us convinced he could do it. Yo,
1: I, I I literally was like, and he put money up, so I was like, maybe I'm yo, maybe I'm
0: tripping. I thought, it's like one of those guys you see a, a, a fat guy do the splits. Yeah. you're like, how's he how'd he do that? Yeah. Or some Can he do like, it like like when Charles Barkley used to dunk
1: and get up. You're like,
0: how's he get up like that? I was like, wait a minute. Faison's talking a lot of shit.
1: He put the but money, money on up. the table and slammed it on the table like that. I was like, oh, snap. It was ultimate bluff if he was. Yo, he poker. bluffed the shit out of us, right? So I was like, well, maybe he maybe he knows something I don't know. Because I'm looking at his body and I'm like, I don't see it. I don't see it. At all. But 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 the confidence was kind of like, okay, maybe he got a trick, maybe one mm-hmm. of them like pool shark cats, right? When he did five push-ups, bro. Huh! <laughs> 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 bro, you could not stop <laughs> I don't know what it is about me watching your whole face turn red. It kills me. You can't get it together. Once you start laughing, you oh, can't get it together. It's a wrap. You're done. It's a wrap. You, you unravel, Gary. I seen you unravel. You can't do nothing. You can't look at nobody. You need no. a moment to yourself. I know. I'm bad. And it, this is hot. <laughs> yeah, take your towel. Yeah, this is hot. This will warm me up.
0: Hey, we gotta. Um, we got to get some towel. I'm just saying I'm I'm baking over here.
1: Yeah, this 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 I this think this hot, I think these these this lights. got Bach in it or something. Or maybe
0: You know the, when we did um we did think like a man the first one. Mm-hmm. I had a rep that uh they gave me the nickname Sweaty Jackson because Samuel Jackson sweated all through Mississippi right. Burning. Right. Dude, the first day all of us guys get together, we're in the the yeah, one. You shot it in New Orleans, didn't you? No, no, we shot it in LA.
1: You shot it in LA? Yeah.
0: we was at Rush Street. I think it's Rush Street in Century City or, mm-hmm. or Culver City. And uh I, it, you know, they said, when you shoot the scene, they they turn off the air conditioner, and the lights come on, and it was hot. We were in the shooting in the summertime, and I was just like, it was, I was in this suit, and I was so hot. Right. And I was like, well, we going to start shooting. Right. And then they just went, they go, whoa. And I was like, oh, shit. I was just leaking. <laughs> and it was coming through the
1: shirt, oh, the pits, and everything. No. I was like this.
0: I, and I, there's nothing we could do. We had to put a jacket. I had to put a blazer on, so let me be hotter and literally, I felt so bad. So the
1: material was coming through the material of the blazer?
0: No, 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 not the blazer, just the shirt. But oh, they the put shirt. a blazer on me. Okay. But I felt, I thought I was gonna get fired. Cause it was my first big movie. It was the first time we were all together and we had to halt production because I was sweating. You couldn't you couldn't stop it. Like now it made it worse because now I'm nervous. Maybe he was going through menopause. Maybe. 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 <laughs> but I was like this. Fuck. I literally was like this. I'm literally, I was texting Will Packer, like, I'm good, right? I'm good. He goes, am I for fucking sweating? Yeah, you're yeah, fine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't gonna get. He goes. He goes That's why know they got what makeup. We deal issues. with with actors like drug addictions, showing up late, being rude, going off on people. They go, Yeah, you're sweating a little bit. Yeah, we can hold production for five minutes.
1: Yeah, we could. We could. We could get a little fan for your ass.
0: But it, it, the worst is being around those funny guys. Like because you know Kev's now in my ass, and and Ely and Romney are give me shit. Because I'm just going, God, they know how, how I am. I'm like, fuck. Kev like, loves
1: a snap too. Oh, that's his thing. He loves, he's good at that, man. He'll keep, he'll keep going. He'll keep, he'll keep messing with you. Keep little digs going. Yeah, he dig. Yeah, yeah. I remember when I was on, um, this, you make me think of so many things hanging out with you. Um, Kev was doing this thing, um, where he was slapping your food out your hand. Oh, I saw that on, on video. That was like 10 years ago. Ooh, he was doing this whole, yo man, is that good? Is that good? Yo, it's a medicine ball? Boom! He was knocking out your hand, right? And my boy Big E was like, "Yo, B man, I'm telling you right now, I'ma hurt Kev if he knocked this chicken <laughs> out my motherfucking hand, right?" So Big E, you know, big dudes in their food—that's almost like a pit bull in a snack. You he know, said big dudes in their food. Big, big dudes in their food is a real situation, right? So he said that, and Kev was going around going, "Yo, man, poof, bruh, bruh." Kev knocked. Big East chicken out his hand, and it was going to be so bad for Kevin, man. <laughs> Cause he was so serious about hurting Kev. And Kev was like, man, come on, man. What you gonna do? You can't you can't beat me up. I'm little, I'm just playing around. You know, but he 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 backed up, but it was so intense, because he was like, Gah! Damn it! <laughs> Like that more was food. a two-piece, baby! It was like, Damn. was there any more food? Yeah, yeah, we was backstage at cat. But Cat was just, you know, practical joke of having fun. It was hilarious. I hope, I
0: really hope, mm-hmm. this movie turns out like I think it will. It
1: will. I, it's going to be good. So we've
0: had, what, what, what do you think your biggest movie is so far that you've been in?
1: That, every, that I hear about every day of my life is How to Be a Player. Uh, the second one is Love, Jones, I hear about. The yeah, Brothers. I mean, love, Jones. But then, here's the thing. You go
0: back, and we did, and we did think like, a man, I, I looked up all the numbers of movies I thought that was comparable Correct. to us. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize, like, even though that's iconic in the quote-unquote black community. Correct. Um, I mean, it did cool at the box office. Right. But it wasn't like...
1: Bananas. Yeah. Man, it
0: wasn't bananas. So, you know, for me, when we shot Think Like a Man, I knew it was a good movie. I knew something was going on when they announced the sequel to the cast before it came out. We knew there was going to be a sequel nobody else did. I was like this. That's very good news. Yeah. That mm-hmm. means it was tested
1: through the roof. Absolutely.
0: And I was like, but I still didn't see what it did when we, you know, we were the first cast that hit the theaters and surprised people. And I was like, hey, we're texting. He's so like, everywhere sold out everywhere
1: sold out. Yo, I remember everywhere. that, man. I wonder. I was like, I, w- I was like, man, I wish I was in that movie with them because it was such a good film and I like everybody in the cast. I remember going to see, I was like, "Oh, man, I would look. I don't know if you ever do this. I'd be like, yo, I would have did that scene this way. I would have, you know, I yeah, was of I always try to figure out which which character I could have played or whatever. And I always liked that movie and I was just like, these guys, man, they killed it. They nailed it. Everybody had a moment. I like the I like the chemistry of that. It's so like a family. You know what I mean? It really was. Yeah, that's that's why it was successful, in my opinion. And, you know, and and it's still big. And the thing that I think you and I forget, because we do so many things, is that people see it so many times. It's not just the box office. So, you know, back in the day when we was starting to do movies, we was really only counting box office, right? That's it. Cause that's all we had, but now our movies are on everything. They're streaming when we're sleeping. They're playing all over the world. So you're never getting away from that movie. You're never gonna get away from that movie because it's gonna be new to somebody. Yeah. And then it's gonna be refreshing again to somebody. So certain movies, like like I said, How to Be a Player, I hear about it every day. If I'm if I'm at the gas station, if I'm getting a sandwich, somebody's like, Yo, How to Be a Player? Oh my God, be. You gotta do part two, P. Come on. Now, how about the okay,
0: if I was gonna say one movie I wish I could have been a part of that you was in would have been um any given Sunday.
1: Because you're a football guy.
0: Yeah. Now who would you to play, And I was play, with though? Jamie when he got you be it. Did he quarterback? No, <laughs> no. I'd have been the guy with the the big schlong. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <To> <laughs> do the dude with the biggest yeah 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 <laughs> what's that was, going on was that, like was JD, that was jd that Good was jd Lord. god damn jd is that only got the part god. jd i don't know they wanted somebody who had something to work with and jd said i got a little, shrimp, a little a whole, something a whole
0: anaconda oh my god that was crazy but uh yeah when i was i remember when jamie got that um he was telling me that was like summer 98 They was getting cast and everything. Mm -hmm. And he we just got done doing uh held up. And he was telling me, he goes, Yeah, they want me to come in. He was, I think he was reading for the agent part that Dwayne Martin got. Originally, Jamie was to Oliver Stone. Wow, okay. He came in, he goes, he goes, Yeah, I remember I remember that like it was yesterday. He goes, Yeah, they Oliver Stone was kind of a he's kind of like a dick to me a little bit. He goes, He but I heard that's what he does. He's pushing you,
1: pushing buttons. Yeah, yeah. That's his thing. He goes,
0: he goes, so I walk in, and Bo Keem Woodbine was just walking out. He was, he was sweating. He goes, like, he, whatever audition he did, he was killing it. And they were all talking about what a good job Bo Keem did, whatever role he was auditioning for. And then Jamie said, yeah, man, they just, I, I just did it, like, as a favor. Like, yeah, I'll, I'll do this part because it wasn't a big part. And then all of a sudden, whatever I heard did, he was going to play the quarterback but couldn't do it. And then Jamie was like, yo, they're going to bring me up for the quarterback. And then
1: I remember Did the Stephen Willie Beeman video. Bro, I could tell you a really quick funny story about that tryout, bro. That tryout was no joke. So I so don't know. I, were you athlete? Did you play football? Oh yeah, I was decent. You was I? Right. Mm-hmm. What what position you play?
0: In high school, I was little though. Me too. So I was I was nose garden center, but then I got moved to safety.
1: Oh, so you're a bigger guy. Okay.
0: Cool. was not bigger. Just my high school was small. So small guys played every position. Okay. So. Our line, you weigh 180, <laughs> you're like, you're huge. You gonna make it, no? Right. So. <laughs>
1: The the workout the workout for any given Sunday was so intense because is this before you got the part or after? This before you got the part. You ain't getting the part without this. Oh wow! Ready? So we go to USC. We down at USC. You got all these actors. Now we on the football field. So whatever role you was up for, you 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 saw like five other guys going up for. It. So we all together wow. now. Now, this is crazy. So I'm a receiver. So I'm going up against. A bunch of guys that, you know, are tall, lean, that look like they could play football. But the catch for my role was they had real quarterbacks throwing the ball. Yeah. I forgot who was at USC in 98, but he was there. Yeah. And they had two pros, NFL, throwing the ball, right? I run my routes. You can hear the ball. This is how hard they... No, I'm not bullshit. This is how hard they was throwing the motherfucking ball. You can hear the ball coming to you. Bow. You running that slant. Ha, I was like, oh, shit, they throwing this motherfucker hard as fuck. I said, okay. You okay. said that before you ran around. I said, the first one that I caught, that mm-hmm. I caught, I felt the power of the throw. I said, no, they throwing this motherfucker. You can't. You got to catch it. Yeah. First one, boom, hit my shoulder. It was, It I said, oh, shit. Because <laughs> I, I didn't know a person could throw a football like they could throw a baseball. Yeah. Like, you know, I played baseball. You could hear it. Spow the football, boom, boom, boom. Now, they had like four or five different quarterbacks, right? So Diddy came out there, right? So you had Diddy out there. you had Jamie out there and maybe two, two to three other guys. This is what you didn't want. Thank you. <laughs> you didn't want this. Thank you. Thank, thank you for coming through. So <laughs> I can only tell you my experience. I saw two things that day that made me nervous as hell. So, I literally had only two drops the whole day. Once those two drops happened, I realized I got to catch it here and not like this because it was going through my hands. Yeah, you know, I had to make the basket cool. So, we 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 doing our morning workouts. We running our routes. We doing our thing. And four of the guys that was with me was gone. We they didn't even get the lobster. So I'm standing like this, looking around. And ain't nobody really left but me and this other actor. I can't think of his name right now. I think he was a soap opera guy. It's just me and him. <laughs> Diddy got to... <laughs> the <Thank you. laughs> So Diddy got the tap, and it was the other dude who got the tap. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> and it was just me and <laughs> it was just me and Jamie like standing there going, yo, what's going on? I was like, I don't know, but we still right here. Let's eat. It was Bro, it went from like 25 to 15 to 8 to 4. This is over the course of how many days? This was one day. One day? One day. It was because say if you lied, what say if you said, yo, I can, I'm a running back and I was just, they gotta have you run it. They're gonna come in and you gotta run it. Run it. They wanna see how you move your feet. They wanna see. So you couldn't even pump fake that shit. Yeah. So if I would have lied and said, Yeah, yeah, I played football, I was a receiver. Yeah, right, what's a slant? What's a post corner? What's a hook? Right. They like, what's a up and under? You know, like what's a, run an out route. You, hmm? Yeah. Okay, this is what I want you to do right here. And they and the quarterback was like, okay, I want you to run this slant right here. And the ball, as soon as you, you plant, the ball is gonna be right here. And I tell you, brother, it was a bullshit. That ball was like, Yow! boom! When I, went, when I got in the car, all this was blue. Yeah. Up under. Cause I didn't have, uh, I didn't have like uh, shoulder pads. I had on like a jersey and I had some gloves and stuff. But all of this here, wherever I fucked up and caught the ball anyway, it was blue. Boom, 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 boom. And I was like, oh shit. And everybody was like, yo, I'm gonna tell you right now. James Woods came up to me. He was like, don't let Oliver get you hurt. <laughs> <laughs> I got my ankle broke fucking with Oliver. Oliver. I fuck, got my knee broke fucking with Chris Spencer.
0: So, <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> Ow! Oh,
1: this dude. Okay. okay, finish the story. We'll finish. Okay, let me finish. We'll get to you. All right. So, so we end up. Jamie was the was the best person in that tryout that looked like a quarterback. There were guys that had a little bit of this, a little bit of that. But, like, to me, Jamie was the best person that had it all, that looked like his dropbacks was good, his throws were good. They weren't as far as the, the real quarterbacks, yeah. but it didn't matter. He had the mechanics come to find out that Jamie played quarterback, though, so in high school. So, it, you know what I mean? Yeah. But as far as Aaron out the ball 70 yards, I was running to get those. I was running the whole, you know, the fly route, and I had to get there. Mm-hmm. And bro, they could out throw you. Out throw you, bro. You can't even run faster than they can throw it. So yeah. so if you're gonna run it, you gotta run it full steam, and then you gotta time it, and you gotta get your head around and you gotta catch that motherfucker. That shit was hard, bro. Mm-hmm. So I made it. I, I, I know you got the part. I didn't get the tap out.
0: I see, I thought what I had heard was um so I talked to Jamie before he got casted as the part. He was just going up for the agent. So clearly this has all happened after mm-hmm. I had talked to him. So I thought it was, um, uh, he did a video, Steam Willie Beeman, that's what locked it in for Oliver Stone. Yeah, I heard that, but I don't know the. But your story makes, he probably did both. Mm -hmm. He probably, uh, knowing Jamie, probably thought he had it and he loves music so much, but I let's do a music video, lock this up.
1: Yeah, well, (laughs) the the thing about it was was he was literally perfect for, like, for me, I just say Jamie and his career. There were certain things to me that was just perfectly for him because he had to he had to, he had all the tools for that. Like when he did Wreck, it just was magical. Yeah. Like that he had all the tools when well, he did Any Given Sunday. He had all the tools, so that's why it works. And then and you you just you just walk into it. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? But you know, in 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 a film like Any Given Sunday, my hat goes off to Oliver Stone. I think he just made one of the best, most authentic football movies. Like you felt like you learned what it was like to be an athlete in the NFL, you know?
0: Yeah, it was raw. It, was, it raw, was raw. Raw. You know what I mean? Yeah. I was so looking forward to that movie when it came out, too. I was like, just being a football fan, NFL fan, too. I was like, yeah. I wish, only I wish it would have happened, I wish the NFL wasn't so Disney and you guys could have really wore the NFL helmets and uniforms. We were supposed uniforms. to. We
1: were supposed to be the Miami Dolphins. But the uh, NFL... Based on the, the script that they got, that final script, they wouldn't approve us using any of their, their they wouldn't license it to yeah. be used. Because that doesn't happen. NFL guys are just squeaky clean. they nice. They don't do stuff crazy. They don't do They don't have girls show. everywhere and do coke off of breasts and stuff. Hell
0: no. Have you ever seen that? That would never happen, NFL guys. <laughs> they would never have a party with the players and just <laughs> hose everybody. Yo. It doesn't happen.
1: Most, the most fun I think I've ever had on a movie set was any given Sunday in my life. Well, think about it.
0: You're partying thir- with early Jamie, 30s mid-30s, yeah. and partying in with
1: Miami. Jamie, and, and single, and crazy, and 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 coming right off MTV, like literally on MTV, famous as fuck in Miami, bro. It was wow. been, it was, it was, it was hardcore to go to work. Fuck you. I'm. <laughs> 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 hey man, Jamie could tell you, me and Jamie, Look, were, me, and Jamie me and Jamie, me and Jamie had a couple moments during that movie when we looked at each other and said, you know our call time is in 15 minutes. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Listen. Our call time is in 15 minutes. Thank God we could put our helmet on for some of them scenes. I'm sure
0: your stories trump mine tenfold. But I I got to hang out and experience a movie with Jamie when we were both single, mm-hmm. young. We did held up right before he did Absolutely. any given Sunday. That's right. Nobody, Nobody sets it out like Jamie Foxx.
1: Nobody. Nobody. I don't give a fuck yeah, who you I are. I don't know how many parties you've been to. I don't Nobody. know what you know about parties. You are not going to party, Jamie. I you. will not
0: you. tell me... You're not going to tell me you've. your life is more exciting than mine, you've done more shit, and you ain't been to a Jamie Foxx party. No. I don't believe you.
1: you. Then you ain't did shit. Jamie Foxx parties, to me should go down in the history of must-dos. Like, you got to go to Six Flags once in a while. Yeah. Like, you, you got to do know. Disney World. If you're
0: L.A., you're an actor, you're in entertainment business, if you ain't been to Jamie Foxx party, you're not in the loop. Hey. I, you, you're you're not really an actor. Oh, my God. I've done, I've done 75 movies. I got four Oscars. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, You ain't been to Jamie Foxx party? You ain't never been to Jamie
1: Foxx. You ain't L.A. Never, you, ain't ne- you ain't L.A. You ain't L.A., baby. That, that's what it is. You ain't L.A. You ain't L.A.? <laughs> <laughs> oh, shut the fuck up. Shout out to Fox. But
0: not
1: I, man. Yeah. Just make some smile. of the stuff you can't even talk about. I would never you take can't. it to
0: the
1: grave. Take it hey. to the grave. Would never. I remember Fox is like, yo, B, man, what you doing tomorrow night? You gotta come through for me. I said, what we doing? He said, trust me, just come through. It's gonna be crazy. It's gonna be crazy. And he always does a version of me. It's gonna be bananas, right? So I said, all right, cool. I don't know. It's the uh um, blaming on a blaming on a uh, alcohol video. Oh, that for was real? the that was the appetizer to the night. You were in that video. Yes, you were with Ron Howard in the car. So Ron, no, no, I'm at the bar with me and Morris Chestnut. So that's right, that's right. I'm so there going, who's in the car? Yeah. So get this. So everybody's in the video. I don't know if you remember. We shot it over here in uh, in Santa Monica. <laughs> uh, Ron Howard was in the video. Sam Jackson, me, Morris Chestnut. I'm. Um, uh, Sam, did I say Sam? Somebody else. Yeah. It's a bunch of, It was a bunch of cameos. Right. That's all I'm going to say. That's all oh. I'm going to say. All that right. reminds
0: me of, um, I was talking to somebody recently, and they brought up Leonardo DiCaprio. I'm just thinking of Jamie and Leo and Django, and a guy goes, dude, Gary, I've met everybody. I've, I've known everybody. I've met everybody. somebody's manager. I don't want to put him out there, but he goes, so I met this part in Leonardo, Leonardo DiCaprio's there. He goes, and I'm having a moment. Like, it's just me and Leo in a room, and we bullshitting. He goes, so I got this camera guy with me, the videographer. And he, he literally said, he's texting him as he's talking to Leo. Like, get a candid shot, bro. Like, I'm in here talking to Leo. Just come by. Just walk through. They said, Leo, so smooth. Like, me and you talking. He goes, no pictures, man. They <laughs> kept the <a> conversation going. <laughs> he's seen it coming. Never looked at the camera guy. just went, no pictures, man. And like, pointed. He kept the conversation going. I was like this. How, but you got to realize, his head's always on a swivel, and and, and he's, he's and, seen it.
1: And he can't, he he can't goes, afford to he got, catch a bat he was always like,
0: the guy was so smooth with it. Like, he was trying to walk by and get a shot on the way. He was like, no pitches, man.
1: Come on, man.
0: And he goes, and then he said, I had to tell the camera guy, because everybody knew the camera guy was with me, the fuck you doing? The fuck you doing, man? You ask if you want a pitch. You don't man, fucking sneak you, shit. You know who the hell this is? <laughs> He said I had to go off like I didn't text him.
1: Come get this shot, bro. Bro, bro, there's moments. Uh, glad you brought me by today, man. You just made me realize, like, we definitely have um, had some amazing opportunities during our career and still continuing that we just had that are magical. Like, these are the moments that you just go, damn. And you don't get around. I don't think about them until I'm talking to somebody like you.
0: And you know, the thing about us is, like, we're not lying. Some people tell me stories. I go, that didn't happen. I'll be literally like this. That did not happen. I'm, I'm, sometimes I'll be in the room and I'll be like, you know that didn't happen, bro. You know that didn't happen. <laughs> You'll be on the road and someone you're in the business <laughs> and they'll tell you a story not knowing you know the person. I'm like, that, that's not what he does. Like, I would never do that. I had, I had a, I'll tell you a funny story. So I'm out one night. I'm at a bar. And this guy comes up to me and he, he knows who I am. He goes... He goes, oh, what's up, baby Gary? Yeah, I'm a hip hop. You know I'm a rap. This is a white dude. Right. Right? I'm a hip hop. You know I'm a rapper and shit. Da-da-da. He's telling me all this shit. I got this, this, this going on. He goes, yeah, I'm about to collaborate with Shaq on some shit. You know what I mean? I said, really? I mean, I'm just in a call me a diva, whatever you want to do. I go, really? I go, you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna call Shaq and tell him I'm with you. He goes, he literally went like this. He goes, did I say Shaq? I'm snoop. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I never get the ham motion. Did I say Shaq? I'm oh, asking. No. <laughs> <laughs> Literally, I was like this. This motherfucker. Fuck, yeah. <laughs> he told me all this shit about Shaq, not knowing I know him. Like
1: personally, I'm going. Right. He, he would never do that. All right, real quick. So I, I don't know, you know, you, you 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 know this comedian right? I I don't want to put him on blast, but I kind of want to because he was so doo doo. But I'm not gonna put him on blast. But the funny part, he's a Cincinnati comedian, right? The first well, thing now, he lied now about. I'm going like this. Yeah, I'll tell you after the podcast. Okay. So uh, I'm in Cincinnati, and he was like, "Yo, Bill, you know, I got my own night." This he sound just like that dude. Hey, dude, I got my own night on Wednesdays, you know what I'm saying? It's, it be packed out every every Wednesday, you know what I'm saying? But I, I, I fuck with you, OG. You know you real, and you got some real shows this weekend. I love that you come to the Natty. We fuck with you heavy out right here, right? I'm like, cool, cool, cool. And I was like, um, where can we hoop at? He was like, oh, you hoop? You hoop? I hoop. Okay. All right, let me set the gym up. We go to the gym. I've been playing basketball my whole life, so there's a couple things I could tell you in about two minutes if you ever played in your life. And I knew in a minute he didn't never play yeah. no basketball <laughs> nowhere. And I was like, he's talking about he played at this school, Miami, Ohio, this, that, and the other. And I'm like, dog, you ain't played for nobody in Ohio. Stop playing. Right. So we, we we figured that's a lie. Cut to, he keeps hanging around. You know what comedians want. Are you, it's killing you right now. You want you want me to tell you his name? I bet you, no, I bet I'm, you wait no. till we get off there. I bet you don't. No. So real quick, real quick. Tell <laughs> so me, rub my hands. i it's never forget, like because I'm gonna tell you, TO came to my show that night. Terrell Owens was in town. And remember my man that played for the Jets who got all that Coles. He was a he, he was a corner. He played for the Jets. Black dude. He not Darrell Revis. Darrell Revis. Okay. Darrell Revis came to my show that night. I'm in Cincinnati. We are down on the levee. Yeah. Ah! You with me?
0: That's why I know this night, because um, I knew all the staff, and they said, Terrell Owens came with his own popcorn, and he was eating popcorn watching your show. Yeah, see, how the Okay, anyway. I know everybody. In you city. know
1: everybody. That's your city. <laughs> so.
0: <laughs> yeah, he had so, Calvin Klein underwear. So, so just in case Hoseok.
1: you think I'm lying, T.O. was there that night. It was crazy, right? So it's, it's a Saturday night, and I say to my man, man, you keep hanging around. You want to do some minutes? He was like, man, I ain't. this ain't my show, man, it's your show. You know what I'm saying? I, hey, man, I do Wednesdays. I said, you know what, I want you to go on tonight. I wanna see if it's real. It's sold out, it's live energy. Let's see if you all that. You say you the man here in the city, let's see it. So D-Lay, D-Lay is, is hosting. I said, cook that motherfucker, bro. Cook him, cook him. Just cook him and bring him up. Get it cracking and bring him up into the big to the mix. Man, this motherfucker went up there. Hey, you know how it's bad when they say, "How y'all doing? <laughs> how the ladies doing? <laughs> Who birthday in the house?"
0: Yeah, <laughs> a bunch of questions. out oh, the Capricorns? Where's the Capricorns?
1: Yo, and white people usually don't boo. They was like, "Who is he?" No way. Oh my God! You heard? Oh my God! They start booing. How him. you get booed in five minutes boo booed. booed in five minutes. At a, a lightning show. The show was so dope. They booed him. To this day, I have never seen him again. To this day. I seen him get booed. Or you know when you're on the stage in Cincinnati and you go out towards the front where you come in at? Booed him down yeah. the staircase to a valet. <laughs> and I, I know, know you they're, know they're it. You, Boo! Around the time. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. I'll tell you who it is. Well, it's not who I thought
0: because who I thought it was is still doing stand-up in Cincinnati, so it can't be him. So now I'm really curious. So we're going to have to wrap this podcast okay, up. Okay, sorry, Because it's killing me, and whatever else we talk about, <laughs> I don't want to talk about. I know! So, I know you're really trying to
1: think about it. I appreciate
0: coming on. Um, that's and, and and that's why I like, that's why I like having a podcast and having comedians on is just the war stories and yes. the stuff. And I hope the next time I have you on, it's because the movie's coming out. Yes! I'll come back. Trip.
1: I got you anytime you need me. I Cause
0: I've had you. I FaZe on, I had Chris, mm-hmm. and I had you. You got to get JB. He's he's never on the West Coast. Dude's always somewhere else. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? And he's Caesar. It's hard it's to get Caesar. He's Caesar.
1: You know? Of course. <laughs> I'll, do, I'll do whatever you want, man. You just tell yeah. me when to come through, I'll do it. All
0: right, man. I appreciate <laughs> coming on. Say hi to fam, Lindsay, everybody else. All right. I appreciate we, it. Dude. We
1: love you, G. All right,
0: Bill. Peace.